Today's Ocean Adventure Story is brought to you by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast in partnership with Oceanus Ocean Conservation and Podcast Network Asia. To find out more about Oceanus, head on over to www.oceanusconservation.org. the seagrass, Hippo was admiring the immense ocean up ahead. The tranquility of those waters hid the busy cities he had come to explore. All so different from each other, but all equally charming and special. Hippo knew the ocean had so much more to show him, and he was eager to depart once more and find out. Only this time, he decided to go without a clear destination. He began swimming towards the vastness of the ocean until he could not see his city anymore. He swam for days without the sight of a single city on the horizon, when suddenly he felt carried away by a marine current and let himself get taken by the ocean's embrace. As tired as he was, Hippo fell asleep right away. As he woke up, Hippo could hardly believe his eyes. He woke up late on the back of an animal. He had no clue of what it was. Huge, much bigger than he was, in shades of blue, and even had spots. Attached to this mighty animal were some fish Hippo also never met before. Where am I? Who are you? Hippo asked. Hey there, buddy! We are the Remoras! They answered in a chorus. And you're hitchhiking our loyal fellow whale shark. Whale what? Asked Hippo, still sleepy. Whale shark! But he's a shark, not a whale. Make no mistake, or he will get moody. Hey, I heard that, said the whale shark. I'm sorry, but can someone explain what's going on? I don't remember you guys. Where are we? How did I get here? Hippo asked. The big guy can explain! Answered the remoras in unison. It's quite simple. I was leisurely swimming around when I saw you floating in the middle of this highway. You didn't look too good. So I decided to bring you with me before you got into an accident with someone and hurt yourself. The remoras have been taking good care of you. Highway? What are you talking about? Asked Hippo, even more confused. Well, I like to call them highways, but they're actually ocean currents. There are several of them around the globe and they're extremely important. They regulate our planet's climate, transport nutrients across the ocean, and are essential for migrating animals like me. They keep us all connected to one another. Oh, I've heard of these currents. Turtles also use them to migrate. And why do you have remoras attached to you? Well, remoras are... They're lazy fish. We heard that! Interrupted the remoras in a chorus. So they don't get too tired swimming. Remoras attach themselves to larger animals such as sharks, whales, or turtles, and hitchhike to where we go. 
But doesn't it feel uncomfortable having all these fish stuck to you? Hippo asked. Not really. Compared to me, they're so small most of the time I don't even remember they're there. And you, buddy, what are you doing here? I have yet to hear your story. I'm exploring the ocean. I have visited four cities already, and I want to know more. But this time, it didn't go so well. Hippo replied. Oh, and why is that? I feel I'm too far away from home. I don't really know where I am, and I cannot see any cities around here. Well, here you can't. But soon enough, we'll be passing by a mangrove forest in the Philippines. Did you visit this kind of forest already? A mangrove forest? I have never been to one before. Can you take me there, please? Asked Hippo, eager to explore this new place. Don't worry. When we get closer, the remorse will tell you the way you should follow to get there. Hippo was so excited. He spent the rest of the way talking to the remoras, who told him all about their journeys through the ocean. And at the right moment, the remoras announced, Straight ahead, and you will be in the mangrove forest in no time. To get home, all you have to do is catch this ocean current again. Have, have fun, fun, buddy! Hippo thanked them and went the way the remoras had shown him. He swam a few hours without seeing anything that looked like a forest. But soon, he started seeing something weird. It looked like tree roots, but in the water. As he got closer, he quickly realized that he had reached a forest. It could only be a mangrove forest. Here in these shallow waters by the coastline, trees invaded the sea with their roots, forming endless mazes where green, brown, and blue merged with the shadows. Hippo rushed to explore this place. He swam through the tree's roots near the bottom and stopped to observe the set of shadows the roots made in the water. As he continued, a voice interrupted his swimming. Hey, how long will you stare without saying something? What? Who said that? Hippo asked, looking around. Uh, the shadow you were staring at? replied a small shark coming from the shadows. Wow! I didn't see you there! I'm Hippo! Who are you? Asked Hippo, confused. I'm Bigas, a zebra shark. I'm striped now, but I'll have spots when I grow up. What do you mean, Bigas? Asked Hippo, confused. I know I'm big for my age and look like an adult, but I'm still a juvenile. I have these dark and light stripes to camouflage myself in the shadows of this mangrove forest. As I grow older, my body's color and pattern change. I get a lighter shade with spots. That's so cool! But why do you change colors? When I'm an adult, I will leave the mangroves and go to a place where these shadows don't exist, so the stripes are no longer useful to camouflage myself. But I will continue swimming near the sand, and that's why I turn lighter. Do you understand now? Oh, I get it. I've met other sharks before, but neither of them had this trick. 
This place is really different than all the other places I have been before. It may be different, but these forests are very important, much like me. A lot of animals depend on them to survive when they are young. Wow! So it's not just you? Not at all. There are many animals that find a safe haven among these roots while they aren't big enough themselves to venture into the open sea. Some of them come here precisely to lay their eggs. <sighs> I just hope my children will be lucky enough to take shelter there. Said Bigas, sadly. Why do you think they might not have that chance? The mangrove forests are disappearing. Humans destroy them to build strange structures, like fish and shrimp production sites. How can humans not realize they need to stop destroying the ocean? We all need it to survive! Humans included. If they destroy the mangrove, they too will be greatly affected. These trees and their roots protect the coast from the storms. If they're gone, there's nothing stopping the big waves from invading their lands, and the coastline may also disappear. Not to mention, the fish humans catch here. Remember that a lot of juvenile fish start their lives here. This is a nursery ground. If the mangroves were to disappear... Baby fish have nowhere to hide, so they cannot grow, and humans will no longer have food. Completed Hippo. That's it. I hope humans start changing their behaviors and start taking better care of the ocean. Fortunately, I already witnessed some groups taking action, planting new trees in places where they have been removed to reforest the area, and teaching the population about their importance. That's great, Bigas! If they learn how important the mangroves are, they will want to protect them. After talking to Bigas some more, Hippo bid farewell and carried on exploring. As he swam, it felt shallower and shallower. So much so that Hippo decided to take a peek out of the water to see what the mangrove forest was like on the surface. He was surprised when he saw an animal making a small hole in the mud. It was a crab! Hippo had already seen some of them in his hometown before, but this one had something different. Hello, Mr. Crab! I am Hippo! How are you? I have no time to talk. I'm far too busy. If not for me, the city would not move forward. What do you want? So sorry I didn't mean to bother you. Can I help in any way? I'm sorry, boy. Where are my manners? I didn't mean to be rude, but being an engineer in such a big city can be quite stressful at times. I'm Carl, a fiddler crab. I have never seen such a large pincer before! Hippo exclaimed. Well, thank you for the compliment. I'm not one to brag, but I'm one of the coolest crabs living in this city. This pincer, it's extremely useful to protect my territory, and the ladies love it. Carl, why were you digging a hole? Hippo asked. It's my job. These holes are very important for the tree roots to stay healthy, and I spend most of my day making them. Also, me and the other crabs help out recycling nutrients. 
How do you do that? It's quite simple, actually. We eat, said Carl, <laughs> laughing. We feed on a lot of falling leaves, and we help turn them into new nutrients so that trees can continue growing strong. But are there many crabs living here? Hippo asked. Sure there are. We're a huge family, all with our own tasks and features. In fact, I have a cousin who thinks he's a monkey and climbs trees. The other day, he was over six meters high. I can't do that, sadly. I get vertigo easily. A crab that climbs trees? I must see for myself. I'll try finding him. Hippo went on his way, but this time with his eyes on the tree trunks on the lookout for Carl's cousin. It wasn't hard to find him. Hey, buddy! Down here! Yelled Hippo as loud as he could. Mind the noise, will you? said a voice. Startled, Hippo turned towards the voice. He could only see a pair of small eyes in the middle of the mud, and nothing else. You scared me! Hippo exclaimed. I got scared first by your shouting. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just trying to grab that crab's attention and didn't notice you there. My name is Hippo. What's yours? My name is Rio. I'm a fish that... A fish? Hippo interrupted, incredulous. What are you doing out of the water? You can't breathe like that. Here, let me help. Said Hippo, rushing to Rio and helping her out of the mud and into the water. If you let me finish, you'll know I can live out here. Continued Rio calmly. How is that possible? Asked Hippo, very much intrigued. It's quite easy. I store water in my gill chambers, and I can also breathe through my skin. With this, I can spend hours underwater. Besides, my fins are different so I can move on land. This way, I can enjoy the best of both worlds. But why are you living on the mud? Well... Here it's safer to make my burrows and stay hidden from my predators. So when the tide rises, I'm protected, continued Rio calmly. Oh, I see. That's very clever of you. It's also a safer place to lay my eggs and be able to protect them, continued Rio. Then you also use the mangroves as a nursery, like the Gus taught me. That's true. Me and many other animals that live here. These mangroves are essential to life on our planet. Too bad not everyone knows that. But they will know, Rio. I'm traveling through different underwater cities and I'm going to let everyone know the importance of mangrove forests. Hippo wanted to keep talking with Rio. But the day had been long, and it was time to go back home. Hippo followed the ocean currents where he crossed paths with several animals that helped him follow the right direction. During the return trip, Hippo fondly remembered all the fantastic places he had visited and realized something. As distinct and as far as these cities were from each other, 
they are always connected. They are all essential to the well-being of our planet, and we all depend on them, whether we're human children or seahorses. We must ensure these cities continue thriving forever in our ocean, and to do that, we need everyone's help. Want to know more? Mangrove forests are a perfect example of the connection between land and sea. Here, the transition between the green of the trees and the blue of the ocean is instant, making them essential for life above and below the surface. We can find these forests in tropical and subtropical regions around the world, but it's in the Philippines that we find some of the most biodiverse mangroves. These forests are made by trees that tolerate salt water, allowing their roots to grow in intertidal zones underwater. There are about 70 species of these trees and around 46 of them can be found in the Philippines. Curiously, this marine forest is maintained by terrestrial animals, bees, that pollinate the trees and allow them to continue to propagate. Without these forests, many marine animals would lose the place where they grow and feel protected. Marine animals also play an important role in these forests. By rummaging the bottom, when they make their holes or when they seek food, they end up aerating and transporting nutrients to the tree roots, helping them grow healthy. Crabs are nature's most famous engineers in these forests. They eat the leaves that fall from the trees, digest them, and fertilize the bottom, closing the complex nutrient cycle that exists here. In addition to the importance they have for animals, both marine and terrestrial, these forests are fundamental to us. From them comes most of the world's shrimp capture and production. They protect us from sea storms and remove a lot of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, fighting climate change. However, they are disappearing at an alarming rate, not only to be turned into aquaculture ponds, but also to create space for new construction and to obtain valuable wood. Fortunately, there are people increasingly doing more reforestation campaigns in places where the mangroves have been most impacted, trying to artificially regenerate the lost forest. Did you know the zebra shark pattern is similar to a zebra only when young? The pattern of light and dark stripes allow them to better camouflage among the shadows created by the roots of the mangrove. As they grow, the dark stripes turn into spots, making them more prepared to live on coral reefs and sandy bottoms, where we can find them in adulthood. Their diet consists mainly of mollusks and crustaceans, and to crush the shells of these animals they rely on special teeth that look like plates. Their body and tail are very flexible, making it easier to capture prey. Did you know the fiddler crab is without a doubt a different type of crab? It owes its name to the dimensions of one of the male's pincers, which can be as large and heavy as its body, making it look like it carries a violin. This pincer serves mainly to attract females and intimidate other crabs that may bother him. They make holes to lay their eggs and take shelter during the high tide, because although they're crabs, they don't like staying underwater too much. They play a key role in the mangroves as they recycle nutrients and fertilize the trees. Did you know that the mudskipper is a fascinating fish well adapted to life between land and water? 
Their specialized spectral fins allow them to walk on land, and with pelvic fins resembling a suction disc, they can cling to rocks, roots, and tree trunks. Their gills can store and hold water that aids them in breathing out of the water, although they can also breathe through their skin. Additionally, with eyes on top of their head, they can see in and out of the water just fine. They're also excellent diggers and use their holes to shelter from the heat and predators, and lay their eggs there too. And last but not the least, parents and ocean lovers, did you know that you can purchase the physical and digital copy of this book on our website at groundedph.com? Each purchase equals one hard copy of the book for a child without internet access in Barangay Union, Siargao. While you're there, you can also check out our scented candles from our collaboration with Eteri. A portion of our proceeds is dedicated to Oceana's conservation. This ocean adventure story was narrated by Bianca Yuzon Henares, starring Sean Kyler Carbonell as Hippo, Sean Kyler Carbonell, Marika Manglapos Ledesma, and Bianca Yuzon Henares as the Remoras, Gabe Ojeda as Whale Shark, Ryan Cardenas as Bigas the Zebra Shark, Quark Henares as Carl the Fiddler Crab, and Karina Arenas as Rio the Mud Skipper Fish. Sound engineered and edited by Bianca Almendares and Chelsea Ann Gonzalez of Podcast Network Asia. Special thanks to Camille Rivera of Oceanus for collaborating with Grounded and for all the work she does for our planet. Thank you for tuning in and catch you on the next episode of Grounded Kids by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast.